Hey sports fans, BMOC here. Start your day by playing Sportal, a sports-themed word-guessing game from our friends at Big Swing Games. You've got six chances to solve the puzzle. It's either a sports term, a sports personality, or a team name. Head to Sportal.pro to play. There's a new puzzle every day, and it's completely free. But if you like it, be sure to click that share button and send it to all your sports fan friends. Seriously, please do that. We need a win so bad. So bad. Like, really bad. So head to Sportle.pro. That's Sportle, S-P-O-R-T-L-E dot pro to play Sportle. Good times. Okay, we're speeding. QBMOC. The final four is crazy, and the coach is nowhere to be found. It says loss as we wrap up the madness, make wagers of the week, and knock out a two-minute drill. It's not Monday. It's not Tuesday. It's Sports Wednesday Worldwide. Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Sports Wednesday. Nice. Sounding good as always. Welcome to Sports Wednesday, Sports Talk for the Medium fan. That means big stories, right? Details, wrong. My name is Pete Brown. and the big man on campus driving the trains tonight. Joining me, as always, is Bet. No basketball legend, Matt Longley. Coach is not here tonight, if you can believe that. So uh, he has a string of consecutive appearances that snaps once again. Joining me with the sick guitar licks that set this show apart. They're live for me, live on tape for you, but still exciting, is the maestro Brian Hake. How's it going, maestro? Live on tape! Live on tape. That's when you shoot it on tape, but you just don't edit it. You just play it how it happened. It sounds way cooler when you say on tape anyway. It does. I don't care what the kids say. What do you think about this? This guy calls himself a basketball legend, and, you know, this is the Final Four show, and uh, he chooses now to kind of bail on us. And, you know, he's probably watching baseball wherever he's at. He's not even thinking about basketball. He is. He's taking a much-deserved vacation watching baseball, not thinking much about basketball. Uh, But uh, we're going to do a toit show tonight. Toit! We're going to soldier on without the coach, so it's... The, the, the weird thing is usually Coach talks for five, ten minutes about stuff that actually never ends up happening. So we'll just see how the show. <laughs> His false predictions. That's right. Uh, okay. What are you drinking tonight, Maestro? You got a drink? I grabbed uh, one of these antelopes out of my, my basement fridge here. I forgot I even had anything. This might be the last one. It's an amber lager from Ryan Geist. And it's good? It's all right. Yeah. It's not too bad. A ringing endorsement there. I got a, a Miller Genuine Draft. <laughs> That's not a Miller, Miller Genuine Draft. I'm sorry, a Miller High Life. <laughs> do they even make Genuine Drafts anymore? I think they do. I think I saw it at the grocery recently, and that's why it was at top of mind for me. That's That was the original ice filtered, right? Yeah, Miller Genuine Draft. That was like when we when we would buy that in high school, we'd be like, that's the good stuff. We're going to say that. good stuff. Yeah. All right, just a little bit of housekeeping, then we'll dive into this show. If you want to follow the show on social media, and why wouldn't you? Hit us up at Sports Wednesday on Facebook, TikTok, or Instagram, and Twitter at Sport Wednesday. 
If you want to buy some Sports Wednesday merch, head to sportswednesday.com. Click on Merch. That'll take you to our Red Bubble store where we've got all sorts of merch available for you. Probably too late to get it in time for April Fool's Day, but what the heck? The 4th of July is just around the corner. We've got Flag Day coming up in June. Those are great Sports Wednesday merch purchasing <laughs> opportunities. And a final reminder, that Sports Wednesday is brought to you by our friends at Big Swing Games, the maker of Sportal, the only sports-themed daily word guessing game that doesn't suck. Sportal.pro. I am s- still on a tear. Are you really? I, you know what? It got me the other day. It got me. It was the, the one. The answer was putter, you know, and the, uh, the, the clue yeah, yeah, was yeah. like, Short like game shot short, or something. Short, short game weapon or something. So I yeah. was I was putting in all these point guard last names. I'm like Jimmy Butler, Kyrie Irving, and they all fit, but none of them were there. So uh, Sportle defeats BMOC. Congratulations, Sportle dot pro. Sportle. Oh man. On tonight, actually, this game just ended about 30 seconds ago. The Columbus Is it hockey. Blues- yeah, Columbus Blue Jackets lost to the New York Rangers 6-2, to but that's a good thing, Maestro. Why? Because we are in a, a last-place race with the San Jose Sharks, and we want to lose more games than they do so that we get the first pick in the draft. Oh, we're in that race. Oh. We are. Yeah, we're working the process. We need to lose one more for 7'4". That's what we've got to do. So good job to the Blue Jackets with the 6-2 to loss to the Rangers tonight. So wait, 7'4". So we're going to get – we'll get the guy from Purdue? Mm-hmm. When uh, when Ralph Sampson played at Virginia and he was going to be the top pick, I just remember in Sports Illustrated there was a picture of an Indiana Pacers fan and he was holding up a sign that said "Lose one more for seven foot four. Love it. And then, uh, but uh, I don't think the Pacers got him. I can't remember where he went, but he didn't have the st- stellar NBA career we all thought he was going to have. All right, Maestro. Uh, Damn it, Sampson. It's Tuesday, March. Tomorrow is Wednesday, March 29th, when uh, this episode, which I think is 228 or 229, comes out. But if I'm not mistaken, it's also Maestro's birthday. Is that true? Oh, boy. Yes, it is my birthday. My... Today. Today, for people listening to it now. Yeah, good call. So I threw this on here. Can I ask you a question, Maestro Edition? Maestro, Ooh. can I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. All right, so you're going to be 52 years old. Ouch. When this episode comes out, and I'm just wondering how you're feeling about where your cars have landed in life thus far. My ca- my cars or my cards? Your cards. Because it's funny because, you know, I, I bought this Bronco last yeah. year. Yeah. Which was kind of, I felt like I, I call it my midlife crisis. I don't know if it was, but mm-hmm. um, so my cars are in, good pl- in a good place. Uh, cards, man, that's a good question because I would say... In the grand scheme of things, I'm doing all right. Yeah. You know, I think if you, you know, we, we tend to, as humans, think think about the worst things, the things that quite aren't right or living up to to our expectations. But if you take a step back, I'm doing just fine. You could I be that. Could I be farther along in my career? Could I be making more money? Could I have more hair? Yada, yada. Of course. But uh, in the grand scheme of things, I got my health. Family's good. Kids are good. I got some friends. I mean, come on. Got a dog. Got a dog, a roof over my head, a bunch of guitars. I, I can't complain. An inspiring note from Maestro on his 52nd birthday. Well, happy birthday to you, Maestro. We're, uh, Thanks, we're all excited to have you around. And uh, we're glad you were born. Nice. Uh, 
this isn't on the show sheet, but I just thought I would uh, talk about some car woes that I'm having with you. Oh no, you still have the leaky leaks? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, that's that's still a problem. So here's the thing: the the issue is I need to get another car, right? And I can't decide. Like part of me is like, get uh, something big because I'm going to be moving kids in and out of apartments and dorm rooms yeah. for another couple of years. Plus, it'd be nice to take on vacation, right? A nice, uh, bigger, com- more comfortable ride. Uh, friend of ours, friend of the show, Kevin D, he's like, you're crazy. You're going to move once or twice a year. You don't need a big vehicle. So then that got me thinking, maybe just a small, efficient vehicle I can use to drive to Meyer and the bank, which is where I'll probably go more often than when I'm moving kids. Uh, and then, you know, the third part of me is just like, yeah, you know, I'm 52. I should get a car that I that I like. Right, yeah, take a take a, a page out of your dad's book, man. He never was shy about going out and just buying a goddamn nice car. That's true. That man had so many cars. <laughs> I think you know, I coming from me, you know, I haven't been super level-headed about car purchases, but Yeah. Um I will say, and I don't really drive that much, but every time I go in the garage, I'm like Oh, hell yeah, let's go! Yeah, yeah, you get excited. Like, when I had my Jeep, I, I would get excited to go places because I yeah. enjoyed it so much. Yeah. So, so what do you think of that, like, when I keep saying I'm going to be moving kids around a lot, I'm like, I feel like I'm stretching to justify a bigger I, car purchase. I'm kind of with, I'm kind of with Duff on this one yeah. because it's kind of like, it's kind of like we have the dining room and the guest room in our house. It's like, yeah. why the hell do we have that? Yeah. For once... A year for thanks. Maybe we host Thanksgiving. Maybe somebody stays the night. Nobody stays yeah. the night anymore. Yep. So it's like, you know, maybe you don't get the van. Maybe you rent the van. Rent a yeah. van. Rent a yeah. truck. I gotcha. Get a new motorcycle and get yourself uh, a nice schnazzy little car. Helpful perspective. I have to get rid of that other motorcycle. I tried to donate it to public radio to turn it into my favorite public radio shows. And they said, no, thank you. Well, here's the thing. I, you know, when you had your motorcycle and it, yeah. or when it was running, you yeah. rode it. You rode mm-hmm. it to work and stuff. And I get the same. You know, I, I, I have the same feeling when I'm riding my motorcycle. I get excited. It's like, ooh, yeah. I get to. I'll go to the bank. Yeah. I'll run and get some milk, and, and hop on the motorcycle. So, yeah. Even so. though mine is now, you know, cr- critically wounded and likely not to come back for it, it, it's just been kind of a mess since it got crashed into. I worry that if I get rid of it, I'm not going to get it out. <laughs> yeah. No, I, and I'm the same way. Yeah. Um, but I, I hope to ride mine a little bit more. All the leaks are gone and started right up the other day when I when I got it going. So hopefully, hopefully I get a little, little bit more riding in this year. Good times. We'll ride it over here and we'll drink a, we'll drink a PBR in the garage. Ooh, yeah. All righty. Let's, uh, let's talk some basketball. It's time for concluding the madness. Concluding the madness. Concluding the madness. Concluding the madness. Much All right, so uh, this is a medium level sports show, and that means situations like this arise where a coach who knows perhaps the most about basketball, and any of us isn't here. Uh, Maestro told me uh, before we got on that he he did not actually watch uh, any of the games that we're going to be talking about, which is the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight. I I watched a good deal of them, and I watched, uh, if not full games, 
parts of almost all the Elite Eight games I saw. Nice. So, well, I know uh, you're you're obviously following Kansas State. I was they, way yeah, I was all were in. into it. So once you're in on one team, then you know the channel's on, right? The TV's yep. on, and the next game shows up. It was fun. My wife, not normally a sports fan, was also into it. We were just going crazy for K-State. I will say, and uh, obviously I'm biased, but I think the K-State-Michigan State game in the Sweet 16 was was the most watchable, best game. Just it had so many lead changes in it, so many um, ups and downs. I didn't. I did not know if the Wildcats were going to pull that one out, but they managed to pull it out at the end. So that was a really decent game. Boy, it was crazy. I mean, we're getting texts. I get texts from Maestro like UCLA just lost, and I'm like, I fell asleep watching that game, and UCLA was ahead. Uh, but Houston losing, Alabama losing, it was just everybody was ripe for upset. It was nuts. It was nuts. And you know what's even more nuts is our. Our sports, you know, the 20,000 fans in our Sports Wednesday bracket. That's right. And the Sports Wednesday pool update. And here's what's crazy. 20,000 fans in Maestro, everybody is maxed out on points. Nobody has teams alive in the Final Four that can continue to earn them points. So it's over. It's over. It's 100. We can go ahead and call it right now. The winner, and I believe this is his second consecutive win. I think he won our World Cup thing, too, is Blake Messenger. Damn. He picked yeah. Texas, Texas, which was good, but he got 620 points. Randy Heldman came in second place. He's the one who was in first, and we're like, oh, he picked Arizona. He's going to drop like a stone. He only ended up dropping one spot. BMOC coming in a solid third. Nice. And let's see. We'll we'll, we'll head on down. We have Max Green in fourth. Maestro with a, a solid performance in fifth. I think if Alabama had won, you would have gotten up in that top three. Oh. Yeah, there wasn't many people that picked Alabama, which I was surprised by. Yeah, surprised. Uh, but you finished ahead of Tall Sean, and that's what's important. <laughs> you finished ahead of King Havoc. Well, you know what's hilarious is there's all these coaches pop, coaches brother, coaches yep. brother's wife. They all yeah. are above actual coach. Yeah, that's The basketball right. legend. Let me see if I can find coach. Oh, he's <laughs> down here in 16th place. Holy smokes. <sighs> Dcat eighty nine coach in sixteenth place, the basketball legend with with a tough tough bracket there. Not very legendary. And then we have a tie in last place, and this is important because we give prizes for first place and last place. Ruby loves sports and Drew Burleson three, who was Doctor Drew, who was on the show last year, or maybe two years ago, who played for Wright State in the what? tournament. Oh, okay, I remember that. That that's who's in last place, tied with Ruby. So we'll either give them both prizes, or we'll figure out some sort of massive tiebreaker. Ruby's got to get a prize for. That. She's got to. The prize bucket's filled with things that she. I mean, enjoy. there's a there's always a first for something, but this was crazy that none of our picks. Well, who didn't... thought a Final Four is going to have? I can I can get my head around one kind of nine seed in there, like FAU making it, just like George, George Mason made it in like 2006. But FAU and San Diego State, but I mean, I understand San Diego State's a, a five seed or a six seed. I can't remember which, but still, that's crazy when Final Fours recently just feel like they've always been ones and twos or ones yep. and three. You know what I mean? Can we talk a little bit about coaches um... – Vitriol for for um, Florida Atlantic. Yes. What? Why does he hate them so much? I don't know. And they're a good team. I mean, that's like when I look at the the teams that are left. I'd say FAU. They're solid. 
And are they just the the way they play? Is it vanilla, or is there something about them that that triggers him? Well, I don't know. He said during the K State game, he felt like they they got Kansas State so nervous that their offense went into a little bit of a panic mode. But I think that's what good defenses do. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure why he's not on the FAU bandwagon. I I certainly am. I think they're a good team. I think they have a good shot of going to the national championship. I do too. I mean, they they're not struggling. Yep. San Diego State played Creighton, and I would my word for San Diego State is scrappy. Scrappy, yeah. They were that was a game where they would be down four, they'd tie it, they'd be down four, they'd tie it, they'd be down four. Then they kind of took over at the end and uh just scrappy defense, scrappy offense. I think FAU will beat them. They're just more complete. I, yeah, yeah. Just the way that look at who FAU's taken down. Tennessee, you know, uh Kansas State. Just these big te- they're just not intimidated by anybody. Even Kansas State's coach went to their locker room after the game and just said, you guys are the toughest team we've played all year. Just keep doing what you're doing. Damn. On the other side of the bracket, now I know we all called UConn a sneaky team that could be sneaky good, but they have arrived. Clearly, they're more than a sneaky team. They are blowing people out. It's crazy. You know, there's this there's – this, uh, Way to look at college basketball called Ken Palm. It's a, it's a series of mathematical formulas and stuff that they do to give you Ken Palm ratings for offense and defense. And I read a, a story before the tournament began, and it just said, you know, the last 10 winners had had Ken Palms over this number on offense and this number on defense. And they said only, you know, three teams had these numbers, and UConn was one of them. They're like, UConn's had an off year, but their ratings are really strong. Look for them to do really well. And they just have taken off. It's like they, they've peaked at the right time. Yeah. You know? And then Miami, I'll tell you what, they don't panic. They're down in a lot of their games, and they were down to Texas by seven, eight, nine points in the second half, and they just kept doing what they're doing. So that's that's a close one, but I think UConn takes it. So I yeah, I mean, been, I you know, coach early on was back in the when we were picking uh, tournament picks. He picked mm-hmm. Miami. He said that they were a team that was playing well so they didn't play well in their tournament but they played well in, in the big one the yes, one that matters that's right i think they didn't they win the acc no i th- uh, i don't think so i could be wrong hmm. so anyway my national i'll check my records let's get td on that here's my natty championship game is fau versus uconn i i still want to pick fau to win but i'm going to say uconn gets it done i think they're your national champs how about you I can't not pick UConn. They've just been so dominant. Um, but you know what? Screw it. I'll say FAU. Nice. So you. So are you thinking FAU beats San Diego State also? Yeah. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. All right. Well, that that means we have the same players there, and we just went opposite, and that means we got to throw a York Peppermint Patty. Let's it. do it. Y P P. We'll do it straight up. Is that everything we got to talk about? March Madness. We did. We did the games we watched. We did the pool. We made our national championship picks. This show is tight. It's tight. All right. It's time for us to get to the second half of the show where we're going to talk about winning and losing money in a segment we like to call. Sweaty. 
this is going to be a little toiter tonight as well because Coach isn't here. But we're going to start off with our Wager of the Week updates. We all started this season, and uh, Sports Wednesday season starts right after the Super Bowl. With 10 points each in our accounts, and we've been betting using spreads and things like this. And uh, thus far, since the Super Bowl, Maestro has turned his 10 points into negative 10 points. Oh, nice job there. He uh, he had picked Arkansas over UConn. Hey, it was close. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I know. Uh, Coach continues his winning ways. Uh, he had picked K State over Michigan State. K State was like a one and a half point dog in that uh, in that game, and they won the game. So plus ten to him. BMOC loses again. He thought Gonzaga uh, would lose to UCLA. Uh, UCLA was my my championship pick. So Coach now sitting at thirty points. Maestro at zero, or as we like to call it, the rim of the hole. BMOC with a solid negative ten. I mean, we're just, we're just right back in where we were before. We just absolutely fall, are. Falling apart. Taking that break after the Super Bowl did not turn us around at all. All right, Who, who came up with this wagers of the week anyway? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Who did it? Because before, before we were doing so many things with points and we're trading them and doing this and side bets and it was just getting too much to keep track of. No, I, I'm with you, but man, I suck. Well, we'll turn it around. We'll turn it around. How, what do you got this week here? It looks like you're going back to your, to your I am. tried I am. and true. I'm not going to be greedy, though. Uh, I, you know, Arsenal and the EPL, they're the hottest team, and, and they're they are heavily favored to beat Leeds, but you never know. Um, but I do want to get some points. I do want to get in the positives. So I'm going to say Arsenal beats Leeds straight up. Um, boy, that would suck if they lost. But, um, yeah, Arsenal v. Leeds. All right, five points on Arsenal, the Gunners. And, I, and I'm going to do 50 points on Max Verstappen. And there, uh, just, to, just to clarify, Arsenal is the Gunners, but you yes. as a fan of Arsenal are a Gooner. That's right, yep. Okay, got that down. All right, Coach just sent in his wager of the week. He's taking UConn minus 5.5 over Miami for 10 points. Oh, look at that. So, And uh, BMOC, so I am going to take the over – in the FAU San Diego State game, which is 132 points, so I'm going over 132 points in that game for five. Ooh, that's betting the over. That is, I don't know. So, that's some like of these games six, have been, have been 66, really low. 66 game. I know, but I think both of these teams are gonna. I I don't know. I, I feel like this is gonna be a, a a mutual boat race between these two. Let's see it. We'll see. All right, those are your wagers of the week. Now, usually we do a bit we call betting with Coach's Bretta, but uh, Coach isn't here tonight, and so we don't have a bet to offer Bretta. Also, last week I think Bretta was supposed to offer us a bet, and it never came through. Is that true? Was he? I, I never. I, yeah, it was his week, and we were waiting for him to send uh, something. Oh, okay. If uh, if he did send something, I miss I missed it in the text. I might have missed so it too. I've, I'm getting the weeks all scrambled. I thought it'd be best just to. Uh, to take it off the show sheet and we'll we'll clean it up when coach is back. I mean we are we are way behind. We'll be forty, fifty bucks in the hole, so Yeah, I think we're we're down forty we can, right now. We can, let that, a, we can let that simmer for a little bit. On a win streak. I should have put all my money on uh the blue jackets to lose by four goals. Is that how is that how bad they lost? Yeah, six to two. <sighs> I've have you ever been to a a hockey game? Or a soccer game where there's been like five plus goals scored on one side or the other. Oh yeah, I've all mine are always like two to one or one nil or you know I've I've not been to a scoring fest in either of those sports. 
I mean, well, I mean, it would it would be going back many years, like back in the ML or uh, MISL days. But and even the Mario Lemieux days with Pittsburgh, uh, yeah. they used to win. You know, Mario would get four goals a game, so they yeah. would win like seven to two or whatever. That was way back in the late eighties. Yeah. Well, uh, another Blue Jacket season coming to an end, and I did not make it down for a game. How about you? I actually have a little mini rant about that. Okay, nice. Well, that's perfect timing because we're coming up to a segment where we get stuff off our chest. We call it a rant. We uh, clean up mistakes we might have made. We call that a correction. Or if we have something that we like, uh, we pass it along in the form of a recommendation. Are you going to fill in? For yeah, I'll this? fill in. And we're going. <laughs> we're going to. We call this entire. We, this entire bit is called rants and corrections and recommendations. Ooh, he leaves it up there in that note. There, we're going to just uh, workshop that for a little bit. So, but Mike Style and I, I signed up when I was making the show sheet, and I have no idea what it was i signed up to talk about that happens to me all the time so i'm glad to see that you've got two bullet points on here let's go to maestro first all right i recall so i've got i've got a re-rec um and it's a re-rec because i think maybe three or four shows ago um coach was touting uh it's a series on netflix called full swing and it's kind of Uh, in that docu-series vibe of like Formula One, um, Drive yeah. to Survive, but it's for golf. And he was saying it was pretty good. Yeah, I we should check it out. And I was like, eh, whatever. I'm so sick of golf, and you know, I don't really like golf much anymore. But yeah. I was sitting around. I think it was. I took fr- last Friday off, and I was like super bored. And I was like, you know what? I just need something to watch. So I I pulled it up and watched the first episode, and it was well done. Is it? I binged the whole thing. I watched eight episodes, I think, over the course of the weekend. I would watch like two at a time, but I binged the whole thing over the weekend, and I really enjoyed it. And now, here's the thing, BMOC. Okay. I know you don't like golf. Not and, a fan. And the things about golf that you but don't like. But I love like, documentaries. Yes. But the things about golf that you don't like, you will get whiffs of that, and it will it will really, really bother you. But... Because they do Netflix does these things so well, yeah. there are shows that are really well done, um, like the ones that Coach called out. There's a, one about um, uh, Joel Dahman, I think is his name, uh-huh. but he's yeah. like the number seventy golfer. He's the number seventh golfer, but ever, but that's less important. He's just a nice guy, and yeah. his story is is compelling. Um, and so the the fact that they sort of interweave those with like the big name guys and the whole live controversy that happened last year it's good it's good tv so i'm going to re-wreck that and give coach props for the wreck what do you think is uh is the best golf movie do you think it's tin cup or caddyshack or the legend of bagger vance i've never seen the last one bagger vance but um i i did I, I it's been a long time since i saw tin cup but i remember really liking it and i think because Part of why I like Tin Cup is the same reason why I like this uh, full swing docuseries because what's different about golf versus like Formula One is that on any given tournament, a golfer could show up with his A game and win. And win, yeah. There is no chance. I'm telling you, unless there's a 10-car pileup in the last lap, there is no way Williams or Haas yeah. or Alfa Romeo is going to win a race. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but that's not the case with golf. And, you know, even though, cause all these guys are, are fantastic, whether you're yeah. the hundredth ranked or, you know, the top 10 ranked. And if you show up and if you have that resolve and that sort yeah. of mental strength to get through the crowds and sort of the, the, the competition and the, the stress of that in those, in those weekend days. Yeah. Any guy can show up and win, you know, as long as you're, you know, you have your tour card. And I think that's pretty cool. Nice. Well, I will, I will check it out. I told coach, he, he's been harping on me to watch it. I'm, I'm going to at least give an, an episode a, a try and I, I might like it. Maybe it has some drama. Yeah. I mean, they, they highlight some different guys. And so, and even though you don't really watch golf, so all these guys will be new to you. I mean, yeah. you'll recognize the douchebags, you know, like the Dustin Johnson and the Brooks Kepka. they are, yeah. and they, they don't really shine a nice light on them. They're sort yeah. of whiny bitchy guys, but, um, and the money is outrageous. You know, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. my God, they just won a golf tournament and they won two million dollars. Like, it's yeah. so outrageous. But um, I, th- I think you'll like it just because it's it's well done. Yeah. Nice. Do you think that there are any golfers that just show up in their RVs like Tin Cup did? Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, yeah. the one episode that, that we talk about with that Joel guy, there's a couple other dudes that um, that had because of their their previous season in like the minor leagues which I can't yeah. remember whether it's called something fairy I can't remember what the name is but it's like the minor leagues and if you do certain things like you win a couple tournaments or you get a, a bunch of top tens or something you get like an automatic um, tour card for the next year for the PGA yep and so that's what that episode's about is these guys that just kind of made it they're like new newbies they're yeah sort of like rookies. And they play great. You know, they show up. It's like that sort of, uh, you know, beginner's luck. And they just kind of show up and do pretty well. And people are like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. Yeah. So so definitely. All right. You got a rant, too? I do. I got a, a little mini rant. And it, it's funny because we sort of touched on the CBJ, Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, and I was... I've been thinking about them because I think it was last year where I told myself, I'm going to try to really get into them, <laughs> try to watch some games, learn yeah. the players, learn the roster. Yeah. Um, and I, I did, I did it a little bit, but not like I thought And this year, not even, there's not even a blip on my radar about CBJ and yeah. it bums me out. Yeah. And so it's really a rant against myself just saying, come on, dude, you gotta, you're in this big city, but, CBJ is really the only major league sports team we have, and I don't even really follow them, and I think that's super lame. With you know, apologies to the Columbus crew. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, let, let me ask, if it was between those two, who would you enjoy following more? Because you have said actually something very similar about the crew for this season. You're like, this is going to be the year we're going to follow them. They're our local team. We've got to figure out what's going on. I mean, I definitely follow the crew more than – the Blue Jackets, and I feel bad that I didn't really consider the MLS a major, major league. league. But, but I am, but it's I right do. The title. I just really think about MLB, NFL, and mm-hmm. NHL, the the big three. But um, MLS will get there. Although I will say, CBJ did have a great win over the weekend. I think they won like five or six to one against Atlanta, which again is technically a loss for us because what we need to be doing is losing games to get that top pick. And their roster is like all new. But I, I do think there's a lot of players away from their teams right now playing international. Yeah. And so that was like a bunch of no-namers that were playing. But, hey, 
it worked out in our favor. Well, I, I'll tell you what. You're 52, Maestro. I'm going to go ahead and give you a pass and say don't beat yourself up about it. You'll follow the CBJ closely when the time is right for you. Well, I, I, I need to try a little bit harder. It doesn't really take much effort. Yeah. And I think about the dude in Kansas or wherever that's a, that's a hardcore NHL hockey fan and would yeah. die to have a team in his city. Yeah. And here we are, you know. When was the last time I went to a game? Yeah, we could probably I, get tickets to a game pretty cheap, get good seats. I know. I'm like, I'm, I'm totally up for going for free tickets, but like <laughs> the idea of me like looking them up and buying tickets, I, I it, for some reason, I'll do that for the crew. Yeah, it's but, weird. It's weird. And like we watched that whole Wrexham series, so we're watching some podunk soccer team you know in wales in wales <laughs> and we can't even follow our own major league hockey team in our own town so it's kind of sad but all righty well i still can't remember what why i signed up but i'll go ahead i'm going to pass along a recommendation this is going to be digging deep into bmoc's documentary uh brain but it's only it's it's a feature-length documentary and it's about professional bowlers and it's called a league of ordinary gentlemen and i I probably watched it five or ten years ago but it was great i i totally loved it and it's like not like these series on netflix where you gotta binge them over eight hours i think it's just a 90 minute film very well done you don't have to like bowling because there's so many characters in it that you're just gonna get a kick out of it a league of ordinary gentlemen boy you've never even mentioned that one before I know. And I was thinking, just hearing you talk about the golf one, I was like, yeah, you know what? They did that in that bowling one I watched. What was it called? What's the, what's the uh, Ferrelli Brothers movie about bowling? The um, with, with Woody Harrelson yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy Quaid and Bill the Murray. Dude, the Dude Abides in it. What the hell is it called? I can't, I'm drawing a blank. My Kingpin? Kingpin, yes. Nice. <laughs> Makes me want to watch that. That movie is outrageous. Wait, but I'm mixing it up in my head with the one with John Goodman in it, <laughs> and and Jeff Bridges. The, yes. Yeah. What's no, that one? What's that one called? Now you put me on the spot. I should know what the name of that one is. That's the one that's that's like the cult classic, right? Yeah, with that's right. I can't remember. Now nah, about it's oh, no. we're not we're not medium level sports talk for nothing. We we should know the name of that movie. We absolutely should. Right now, Coach is probably listening oh, as he he's drives cringing. He's cringing. up from Florida, and he's just like, ah, how could you not know? This is where my brain fails, though. Like, I'll remember some weird detail, but the, the obnoxious, obvious ones, I, I just draw a blank. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. All right. Well, it's time for us to uh, wrap this show up. This has been a toy show. It's going well, but I think it's still a... A veritable feast for the ears, so I'm glad we recorded it. But right now, we're going to do... Two-minute drill! All right, the two-minute drill with just two people, so I'm going to tell you how it works. Uh, typically, in a two-minute drill, we have three people, and you get to talk about two topics for 20 seconds each. That's 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, or 120 seconds. With a two-person two-minute drill... You get to talk for 30 seconds each. So you've got Ooh. two topics. You get to go 30 seconds each. We're super, super sharp on the clock, letting you know. Um, so that will be our two-minute drill. I'm sorry. I'm bringing up a timer here. Do we need a timer? 
Am I still, I'm going to win MVP. All right, Maestro. I, I wasn't I wasn't bringing up a timer. I was looking up the name of that movie. <laughs> oh, the, I can't the Big Lebowski. Oh my gosh, we are <laughs> we so terrible. It's so terrible. All right, oh, Maestro. Are you ready? So Your two minute drill starts now. All right. So we did talk a lot about basketball tonight, and uh, obviously the men's college was crazy pants this year. But I wanted to give a shout-out to our local Ohio State women's basketball team who made it to the Elite Eight yep. this year in the tournament. They lost last night, well, Monday night, to Virginia Tech. It's a close game. But uh, kudos to them. They beat some great teams. They beat UConn a couple days ago. And so that was a great, great season for them. So Interesting. Uh, they started out 19-0. and Then you called them out on the show, and they immediately <laughs> lost a bunch of games. I know. So I didn't even want to bring them up because I didn't want to jinx yeah. them. So yeah, and then they had a great run in the tournament. Was it VCU that they lost or Virginia Tech? Virginia Tech on Monday night. Who is a super hot right now? South Carolina in the Final Four. Iowa and. Do we want to talk a little bit about Caitlin Clark? Uh, from Iowa. Yeah, I, I I have like this much familiarity with it, so I let you take the lead if you'd like. So to. Caitlin Clark is like she the scored hot, like forty points. Right? She's like the hottest. Uh, when I say hot, I mean because she's just amazing at, at playing basketball. But she, um, yeah, she's scoring forty points. She's making three pointers like Steph Curry. It's crazy if you watch a highlight reel on her. She is definitely uber talented and fun to watch. So if you can catch uh, their Final Four game. Um, I think it's probably wor- worthy of our attention to, to see her play. Caitlin Clark. Time. All right, Maestro, you're not going to believe this. Opening day for baseball is Thursday. What? Yeah, it's Thursday. It's opening day already. And, you know, I figured Coach isn't here so we can talk about baseball finally because he never wants yeah. to talk about it. You know. I know. I mean, he's, he's such a wet blanket. Here's what's interesting this year, and we've talked about it on the show before, so I won't go into it, but bigger bases, pitch clocks, and the shift has been outlawed now, so mm-hmm. you can't shift. So it'll be really interesting to see the impact of those three rules and see how it goes. Uh, but right now, my preseason pick, the Guardians. Of course. And why And why wouldn't it be? That's right. Hope Springs Eternal. Opening day, Thursday. So... Interesting question for Coach when he gets back because we just had that World Baseball League tournament, yeah. right? Which happened during spring training and spring games. Like, I wonder how that affects you know Major League Baseball. Or is it good or bad? Or yeah, uh, I know that that one dude. I think he's maybe from Venezuela, but he plays in the MLB. Hurt himself, like mm-hmm. season-ending injury <laughs> for celebrating after a win. So that kind of stuff, I'm sure the MLB is not happy about, but it's got to drive them crazy. But I think on the on the flip side, the the people playing in those games are they're at a point in their career where they're like, I'm not going to come to spring training because I'm doing this, and the teams are like, Okay, Mike Trout, we can't yeah. really say no to you. But I wonder too because that was going on. That's why we didn't really hear much about any of the spring games or yeah. spring training because um, a lot of the big names weren't there. Hmm. We'll Who see. are the favorites? But, Do you know? I mean, is it just I, the same old, same old? Yeah, I'm get, I'm sure the Astros are probably the odds-on favorite, but I have not looked at any odds. Uh, that's a good thing to do for next week's show, take a look at like what they're doing there. But you know what's funny? And I was I think I was bugging Coach about this. You know, Otani and Trout being on the same team, why is that team not better? Why are they not making a run for the, I know. the pennant? Like, that's a lot of money that they're like – 
they got tied up in those two. I know yeah. it's it's a it is un, it, unusual and somewhat inexplicable. I will and say the fact, this: the fact that that game came down to those two guys is fascinating. They should yeah. make a movie about that. Yep, yep. And Trout struck out right. And yep. I read. I don't know if this is true. This I read it on the internet. Ninety-four percent of televisions that were on in Japan were watching that game. Ninety-four percent of the country was watching that game. I mean, the worldwide uh, ratings for that tournament were were astronomical. Yeah, um, which is crazy because nobody in the U.S. was watching it except for maybe Coach. Well, let's do this, Meister. Last year, last year we said uh, we're going to go to some Clippers games. We went to I went to one, which we went to in April, and it was freezing. Oh my remember. gosh, it was so cold. So let's uh, let's make sure we get to a game in decent weather where we can really enjoy some sunshine and beers and, and watch the Clippers. I am totally with you there. Maybe we can maybe we can get some of our kids to go with us. Yeah, good call. Before they before they don't care at all anymore. All right. Time. All right, next. So I have talked a lot about golf, and I apologize to anybody that hates golf, but uh, Masters Week is next week. Um, I think there's a tournament this week, but it's not really of consequence because most of the big names sit out and they rest and they get ready for for Masters. Um, But it starts next week. The uh, The big deal about next week is that, you know, there's this big divergence with Live Golf and the PGA that happened uh, this year. And so a lot of guys that haven't been playing on the PGA will show up for the Masters. And so there's going to be tension. There's going to be some big names. I think it's really going to be worthy of watching because I think they might throw down. I think we might see some violence. No, we won't see violence. But Tickle fights. <laughs> but I think there there will be tension. There will be guys. There's guys that just don't like each other. They maybe got along to get along but now that they you know folks have left for live i think i think there's going to be some tenacious golf some feistiness so which was i like unlike, unlike what we see usually at the masters masters is very traditional and stayed and yeah I that's the one with the green jacket is that yeah right? so folks will try to stay very proper but i think i think something's gonna happen and I, yeah. I, I can't wait to see it so it would be cool if it came down to like a playoff between a PGA guy and a live golf guy. Oh, that could happen. It yeah. could happen. All right. Time masters time. next week. All right. So here, here's the other thing. Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. I'm, this is the quarterback drama that's overshadowed by the will the New York Jets work out a deal with the Packers for Aaron Rodgers drama. But he tweeted this week, March 27th. He said, just to set the record straight. I asked the Ravens for a trade on March 3rd, which was previously unknown. Apparently, he he was not liking the offers that they were coming up with, and so he asked for a trade. Now, I think that's probably a negotiating tactic, but he is in a place where if somebody gives him a big contract, the Ravens have the opportunity to match it. And all of this, every quarterback drama you're experiencing right now is a direct result of the ridiculous contract that the Browns gave to Sean Watson. Oh, no. You know, they gave him $220 million and now if you're Lamar Jackson, you got to be like, I've done better than him. I'm a better player than him. I've I've won more. I want something I've gotten than less that. massages. Yeah. Yeah, and so there's a scuttlebutt that there might be some collusion amongst the owners to try and make that Deshaun Watson contract like a pariah like it's like oh that was just this thing that happened over here but the rest of us are gonna be paying around i mean lamar's he he does need to get an agent or some representation yeah i think that's part of it too but still yeah he 
he is deserving of a nice big contract somewhere. So hopefully it all works out. I know the Colts are really interested in him. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I also saw somewhere on the wire that uh, they're thinking that um, C.J. Stroud's going to get picked up by Houston and is a number two pick. Did you? I, I I heard he's the front runner for the number one pick in Carolina. Interesting. We should. Uh, I think in the years past we've gotten together and watched the draft. We should maybe try to plan that. It's late April. Yeah. We'll see where we're all at. Maybe we can yeah. make that happen. We've done that. We've uh, we could record a show. We've done live tweeting of the draft. We've picked up people on Twitter when we've done it. So it's been good times. All right, time, time. Well, that was the two minute show. You got anything else, Maestro? As you stare fifty two in the face here in an hour and a half, you're going to be fifty two. I got nothing, man. Fifty two. What do you do with that? I mean, you you hit it a month or so ago. What have you done with it? Anything? Yeah, nothing. I mean, nothing. You, you did get to see a pretty sweet Van Halen cover band on your on your birthday. It was pretty amazing, actually. It really worked out for me. But yeah, yeah. But in terms of like, a, it's not a milestone age. You just feel like, oh, I'm in my fifties now. I should try and do something while I'm in my early fifties. Because, like, considering how tired I get from drinking three beers and the fact that I'm starting to eat dinner at four o'clock, that. <laughs> like I gotta hold on to those things to keep me young. Cause I'm right there with you. It's coming. Oh. It's coming. All righty. Well, is it being... too is it too late to start our agency? You think? Yeah, we could start it. No problem. <laughs> no we problem. We just have to start. We'll we'll get up early and we'll, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't even know how to start. There are a few. There are a few clients that would like something better than like an agency full of late fifties and early sixties guys. <laughs> If you want those changes, you're going to have to get them over by 3.30 because yeah. these guys, they clock out early. They've got the, the, the early dinner specials that yeah. they got to go get. Okay, we'd be like, hey, have you finished the banner ads for the website yet, Maestro? <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Uh, there being no other sports fit to be discussed in a medium sort of way, on behalf of the Maestro Brian Hake and the missing basketball legend Matt Longley, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying take care of yourselves and each other, everybody, and as always, good times, good times. Wednesday is produced by Blue Monkey Communications and features basketball legend Matt Longley, the maestro Brian Hake, and me, Pete Brown. Some music and sound effects from today's show came from the websites audionautics.com and freesound.org. Visit sportswednesday.com for complete attribution. You can follow us on Twitter at Sport Wednesday, that's sport with no S, Wednesday, and on Instagram at Sports Wednesday. For more information about the board game Hoopsters, visit hoopsters.store, drop your email address in, and we'll keep you in the loop. Until next Wednesday, and on behalf of basketball legend Matt Longley and the maestro Brian Haig, I'm Pete Brown, the big man on campus, saying good times, everybody. Good times. <laughs>